Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Welcome to another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio. I am your host, Lee Cantor, and I am joined in the studio with Matt Lane with Streamline Brands. Welcome, Matt. Thanks, Lee. It's a pleasure to be with you, especially in these challenging times. Sure. So tell us about Streamline. How are you serving folks? Well, you know, it's uh, it's it's been a challenge, that's for sure. But um, one of the things we've been really doing from the beginning, and I, I'd say this even two or three weeks before the crisis hit, is we realized that decisions were going to be coming to us uh, very, very fast. And, and in order to be able to navigate that, we were going to have a very have to be very, very clear in our value set and our priorities as we were going to be making decisions. And so we took an opportunity in the leadership team to really focus and and level set um, and make sure that the values of our company were shining through in terms of, of how we supported franchisees. So we created a priority stack of, of decision uh, guidance and the first one was all of our decisions were going to be focused on employees and making sure that we treated employees with respect and, and the appropriate uh, uh, values as we went through this. And number two was franchisees. And we put those two groups together, you know, before our company, before our customers, before everything else, recognizing that it's the team that is uh, critical to our success. And, uh, and that's where we were going to, uh, to focus. So in doing that, it allowed us to really uh, create a whole set of behaviors <clears throat> and processes to be able to support uh, support folks in the best way possible. Focusing on making sure we we're getting giving franchisees as much early information as we possibly can, and and some of the franchisees have been telling us since then is that they've actually gotten uh, better information from us as a franchisor than they have been getting from many of the industry associations, primarily just because we're giving them early info. Uh, some of it may be right, some of it may be wrong, but we're giving them early insight into what to expect. And so they're on their toes rather than their heels as they uh, as they face some of these challenges. Um, and then going through and, and creating regular cadence with our franchisees to be able to have all franchisee calls and webinars that allow franchisees to be able to uh, dialogue peer-to-peer. That's helped quite a bit as well. Um, as well as we've created some Facebook forums that have, that have allowed our franchisees uh, and our employees to be able to dialogue together. Uh, what we're finding is by creating that community, um, not only are we uh, giving franchisees support top down that they're uh, finding is very valuable and, and, uh, and helpful, but also we're gathering information from the field um, by uh, watching the peer-to-peer communications and using that to then guide us in terms of what additional research we need to be pr- uh, putting forth to help franchisees. So I now, that a lot of what I go ahead. Now, with Streamline Brands is uh, focused primarily on swimming and swimming instruction in a variety of ways through a variety of brands uh, throughout the country and uh, even internationally, right? So uh, the challenges that are happening aren't just in one region in the country. This is something that's global in, uh, you know, so you're dealing with this kind of getting real information from local markets all over the place. Um, as part of the, the communication, uh, how are you um, kind of sharing 
kind of ways to be resourceful or have you decided to kind of say, okay, we're just shutting down altogether, everybody in mass? Like, how did you make those that decision? You know, ultimately, our system is founded on franchisees first. And so uh, that, again, back on this idea of uh, making decisions is uh, allows us to be in a position where we recommend to franchisees what we think they ought to do with global context. And I stress that word context. Um, but ultimately, it's the franchisee's decision in terms of how they want to run their local business or their local neighborhood. So we talk about our business as a as an aggregation of neighborhoods um, rather than a an international franchise brand or two or three or four. Um, so that franchisee flexibility is critical because uh, as a company who's uh, running multiple brands, we have swim schools under the Safe Splash Swim School brand. We have Swim Labs. We have Swimtastic, and we have Safety Swim. All four of these brands have a little bit different character. Uh, so you have to be able to provide the right kind of context to franchisees, um, but also give them the flexibility to be able to run their own business in their in their particular neighborhood environment. We found that that's been very, very uh, successful and franchisees really, really appreciate that flexibility. Now, um, for some of the franchisees where this is kind of their first foray into being a business owner, how are you kind of, I don't want to say, well, I kind of want to say, but talking them off the ledge in terms of they're nervous and they don't understand, um, you know, kind of the uncertainty or maybe they haven't experienced this from an owner standpoint. Maybe they were an employee somewhere else during maybe some of the other crises that we've had uh, throughout the years. But this is the first time that they're the owner, that they have employees, that they have responsibility. Um, how are you kind of leading them during this tough time? That's a great point. You know, in fact, um, much of our dialogue recently across our leadership team has not has shifted off of things like finance and business strategy and really focused on, believe it or not, mental health. Um, because the the anxiety that's associated with, a, in essence, a, a global situation that probably creates a uh, context that we've never seen since World War II um, is, is something no one could have predicted. So, you know, you, to, to answer your question directly, when you think about franchising, this, in some respects, is franchising as an industry, franchising's finest hour, in that franchise systems that are really supporting their franchisees um, prior to the crisis were all about providing franchisees a level of insurance. They were giving franchisees a recipe to follow um, that gives them the best chance of success. Um, well, everything's great when things are going good, but it's when times are bad that the franchisee, franchisors really shine. Um, and that helping franchisees think through very difficult challenges and think through strategies to be able to overcome and bring partnerships to the table that allow franchisees to not have to spend their days and, uh, uh, and weeks researching and researching and not knowing if they've got the right answers or the best-in-class partners. You know, the franchisors should be bringing that stuff to the table and helping those franchisees eliminate that part of it. Um, and and be able to to then give them the opportunity to see light at the end of the tunnel. And that's really where we've been focusing. Um, so you give the franchisees as much of that groundwork and information as you can. You research the best partners. You research the best-in-class strategies. You give that, and that's, that's that insurance that the franchisees are really wanting. And if you do that right, I think franchisees, and I humbly submit that, you know, our, ours are definitely in this category, 
um, really start to see the value of a franchise system now more than they see the value of the franchise system when things are going great. Um, so then you get to the mental health aspect of it and, and it's a, it's definitely a challenge, you know, anxiety is real and, and serious uh, challenge and, and financial um, you know, ledges are ahead of us. And, and so being able to help franchisees just navigate uh, the idea that they aren't alone um, is probably one of the biggest strategies we've deployed. And again, is a big value of being part of a franchise system is that there's a big peer group and everybody's working it together. And uh, ultimately, we've all got the, the, our, our, our eye on the same solution. And uh, I think that all of a sudden, when you start to see it as a problem that's bigger than yourself and that you're not alone, uh, that, uh, that challenge starts to mitigate a bit. Now, are, is there any um, way to help the franchisee in that neighborhood or that local market kind of stay connected with their neighbors and say, look, we might not be able to do swim lessons or maybe we are able to do it in a different way, but we still want to be of service to the community. Are you able to um, kind of create some best practices or creative ways maybe some of the franchisees are serving their community, but maybe not in the same way they had done prior to this um, situation? For sure. Absolutely. And, and the neat part about that is that um, some of the competitors in the industry are doing similar kinds of things uh, around that, uh, just as we are. But the difference in terms of how we're attacking this is that rather than saying, hey, everybody, we're just going to go virtual um, and teach swim lessons virtually, if you will. So we're trying to be really genuine and authentic in terms of some of these this virtual content that we're building to be able to deepen the connections we have with our customers around the challenges that they have every day. Yes, the setting might be for that content. It might be our swim schools. Um, at the same time, it's, uh, it's not trying to push our product inappropriately. It's just about being human and, uh, and pushing human connection. At some point in time, we'll reopen for business and, and you know, we'll start to improve, or not, not improve, but enhance the programming that we offer for our students in ways that are comfortable for how consumers want to buy our product post post crisis we think that consumers will probably be more uh have a, a bit of a heightened interest in private lessons for example simply because the social distancing will take a while to kind of work through our our society so we'll be sensitive to that we'll continue to do that but in the meantime we're all about trying to just be human and make sure that we're maintaining those connections by just personal outreach from our franchisees to our customers and trying to create some virtual content that they can use at the home beyond swimming lessons. Now, do you think some of those changes that you're doing just to adapt to the kind of new normal today are going to carry forward as you move forward past this crisis, you know, several months down the road? Yeah, I think it probably will. And I think it's hard to believe that we as a society will have, you know, jumped off this social distancing cliff, if you will, and will be ready to climb back to where we were just as fast. Uh, I think it'll take time. And, and we're coaching our franchisees to be thinking about that. And, and again, just be empathetic and, and, uh, and sensitive to how our customers uh, will want to come back not necessarily to our schools, 
but we want to come back to normal um, over time. It's not going to be a light switch that we flip on. So yes, I absolutely believe some of these things that we're doing today around virtual content and um, around connecting with our communities virtually uh, in general, as well as things like changing and enhancing some of the programming so that we offer more private lessons and semi-private lessons for um, uh, for siblings uh, in our schools uh, will probably become an element of permanency in what we do. Um, there's also some other things we're looking at in terms of um, uh, screening uh, for students as they come into our schools to ensure safety. We're talking about reorienting some of our lobbies and that sort of stuff for social distancing, even post-crisis. We're just doing some things that um, probably it's too early to comment on right now, but uh, I, I definitely think there will, you know, the, the new normal uh, will be evolving probably over the next 12 months even. It will take that long before things could uh, Kind of forgotten. Now, what is the profile of a franchisee? Who is a, who's the right fit for you guys? You know, we have uh, several different types of um, cat groups of franchisees. You know, most all franchisors that are highly successful uh, have a group of uh, franchisees that are you know I would classify as professional franchisees, people looking at developing markets um, in mass and and uh, eventually building a, a kind of a mini empire. So we have that group like everybody would that's successful. Um, another group that we have are passion people, people that are passion, passionate for swimming. Uh, you, you know, you would assume that and, and swimming is a, a lifelong sport that drives a lot of passion uh, for various different reasons, including health and, and uh, fitness and, and others. So we have that group, the passion players. Um, the other the other group we have that's a bit unique to our concept is is um, people that just love kids. Um, so these would be people that would all typically look at a daycare uh, franchise um, or other kids-oriented businesses, maybe a tutoring franchise. Uh, somebody who just loves to be to teach and loves to be part of their community and loves to be part of a happy business. And those guys. Uh, uh, another really big group of franchisees that we have. Um, so their passion rather than swimming is families and children. So those are our three real primary groups. And if somebody wanted to learn more about Streamline Brands, uh, is there a website for them to get more information if they're considering this as a, uh, you know, being a franchisee during this time, I would imagine there's going to be, there already is kind of a lot of people being laid off and this might be a great second act for some people out there, uh, like you said, that fit those criteria. Absolutely. Um, and we, we are already seeing it, believe it or not. It didn't take long once some of those furloughs started to occur for those leads to start coming in. Um, uh, the way that people would get more information is just go to our website, uh, streamlinebrands.com. That's streamlinebrandsplural.com. There's plenty of information there. There's multiple brands to choose from that are in this swim school category, uh, depending on what kind of things uh, people are looking for, as well as what kind of territories are available. Not every city is available. As you can imagine, uh, some are sold out, but, uh, but there's still plenty of good opportunities out there, and, and streamlinebrands.com is the right place to start. Well, Matt, thank you so much for sharing your story, and thank you for doing the important work you're doing in communities all around the planet. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.